3: That's chumbacasino.com.
4: No purchase necessary. DTW, prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.
1: Welcome to the old time radio westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be all star western theater. Original air date is June 21st, 1947. And the title is The Youngest Dude.
0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: The Bakers of Weber's Bread present your All Star Western Theater. Lifting along, singing a song under a west.
2: From Hollywood comes your all-star Western theater, starring America's great Western singers, Foy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage, bringing you the music, the stories, and the spirit of the great open spaces. And now, here are the Riders of the Purple Sage. Hear
0: my song the ride along, I'm just a happy roving cowboy, hurting the dark clouds out of the sky, keeping the heaven blue. Nowhere to go and nothing to do. I'm just a happy roving cowboy. Let me ride that long trail down to the end where the skies are always blue. Hear my song as I ride along. I'm just a happy roving cowboy. Hurting the dark clouds out of the sky, keeping the heavens blue. I ain't got a dime to spend in my time. I'm just a happy roving cowboy. Let me sing my song till they call me home to the land beyond the blue. Hear my song as I ride along on just a happy roving cowboy. Curtain the dark clouds out of the sky. Keep in the heavens, blue Thank you.
3: Thank you, friends. We always enjoy bringing you our Western songs. I'm thinking now of one full of tender but disappointed romance. It's been a favorite for a long time now, and I hope you'll like our rendition of our first phonograph recording, Hang Your Head in Chains. Don't your conscience
0: ever bother you Every time you hear my name I and think of all that I've gone through and hang your head in shame. Someone came along and took my flame, then you gave me all the blame. You should go somewhere and hide your face,
6: and hang your in
0: I was the only one Was it just pure little game hang your
5: head in chain. Back in the days when the West was young, great cattle ranches covered many, many miles of unfenced range. And the ranch houses themselves were usually isolated, and a person's closest neighbor oft times 50 or 60 miles away. It was only natural that a stranger riding by would be welcomed heartily and bad stop and stay a while. Well, such was the beginning of the traditional Western hospitality. Today, Good Weber's Bread is part of that same traditional Western hospitality. Housewives know that when they serve Good Weber's Bread, the family will enjoy its freshness and distinctive flavor. As toast for breakfast, sandwiches for lunch, or with the most elaborate meal, Good Weber's Bread is sure to please. It's well-mixed and well-baked, and its just-right moisture content assures long-lasting freshness. Buy Weber's bread when you go marketing. It's that good bread in the familiar blue gingham wrapper.
3: Friends, we've had lots and lots of requests to repeat a number that's riding the wave of popularity all over the country. Here, for all of you who have asked us to sing it again, is Across the Alley from the Alamo.
0: Across the Alley from the Alamo, lived a Pin old pony and a Navajo, who sang a sort of Indian, I do, the people passing by. The best Spanish time a swishing flies, and the Navajo watched the lazy guys Very rarely did they ever rest their eyes on the people passing by. One day they went a walkin' along the railroad track. They were wishing not looking. Ooh ooh, they never came back. Across the alley on the Alamo, when the summer sun decides to settle low, a fly sings an Indian mighty you know to the people passing by. The One, two, three, four, red light Across the alley from the Alamo When the summer sun starts to settle low A flyer sings Indian, highly you hope know, To the people passing by To the people passing by To the people passing by To the
6: people passing
0: by
3: take over while I round up our youngest dude and get
2: ready for our story of the West? Certainly, boy. Folks, every once in a while a song that was a hit a good many years ago comes back from nowhere and rises to even greater heights of popularity. That's the kind of song the writers of the Purple Sage will sing for you now. Paggle My Heart. <laughs> Paggle
6: my Heart Lord, I love you We'll, we'll never, never I love you, dear little girl, sweet little girl,
0: sweeter than the rose of ever, oh, Your winning smiles and dear in and pego oh my heart, Your glances with Irish heart in Francis, come be my own, come make your home in my heart.
6: Oh, my heart, I
0: love you, we'll never part, I love you, dear little
6: girl, sweet little girl, sweeter
0: than the rose of Erin, are your women's smiles death Hey, go my heart, your
6: glances with Irish art, in
0: trances, come be my own. Come make
2: your home in my home. Well, Poi Willing and the riders of the Purple Sage are about to have an upsettling experience. Listen while they tell the story called The Youngest Dude. The riders of the Purple Sage are men of varied experience. In their wanderings to the west, they've tangled with rustlers, robbers, and victims of circumstance. They've bedded down round the campfire in the cool western night. They've worked the long, grueling days that are part of a cowboy's life. And no matter what yesterday's heartbreak, tomorrow holds enough promise to make them sing. Yes, even now, bearing as strange a responsibility as was ever thrust on three cowboys by a whimsical fate, they sing as they ride. Perhaps a bit reluctantly toward the little town of Ajo, Arizona. I'll
3: swear, Foy, I don't see how Grandma Beasley could have pulled a trick like this one on us. Al, that's no way to talk about a wonderful old lady. Grandma Beasley was a wonderful old lady, all right. Oh, I know. I remember that Grandma Beasley gave us jobs on her dude ranch in Colorado when we were broke. Well, now that she's gone, don't you think we ought to do this last favor for her? Well, sure, Foy. Only, oh... Only what? Oh... I wish the favor wasn't being the guardians of our nine-year-old granddaughter. Well, all I can say is I hope Grandma Beasley from her seat up there will lean down and lend us a guiding hand. Don't look like there's any passengers on the train. Boy, I sure don't. No, you're wrong, Johnny. There she is. Hey, boys, get a load of that. I'm looking, but I don't believe it. Now, who do you suppose that little girl thinks she's kidding? Yahoo! Come on, boys. Well, I can't hardly believe my eyes.
7: Howdy, partner.
3: Hmm. Are you Norma Beasley?
7: Sure I am. You aren't the writers of the purple stage, are you?
3: Yes, we are. I'm Foy willing. This is Al Slowin. This is Johnny Paul.
7: I'm not down I'm disappointed?
3: Disappointed? What do you mean, Norma?
7: You don't look much Like cowboys to me Well Where's your hat? Where's your six shooters And your spurs?
3: Well, I'll be Norma You mean you think We should be dressed up Like that? Natural Well, you better come With us, young lady As your guardi- guardians I see that you've got A lot of things to learn Well, uh, just a minute now boy, I want to see Norma About Grandma
7: Beasley. Later, Al Oh, it's all right What do you want to know, Al?
3: Well, uh, uh, how, uh... Well, you know, uh, what happened?
7: Old Grandma was bored by a of deer. There was blood all over everything. Well, uh, how could she talk like that? You aren't man enough to stand up to facts, huh?
3: Norma, how did you happen to be at Grandma Beasley's dude ranch in the first place?
7: I was sent to her after my mama and papa and all my relatives in the east were shot by robbers.
3: You don't have any living relatives now?
7: You boys are the only people I have in the world.
3: Poor little type. Mama, how did Grandma Beasley happen to think of sending you to us?
7: Grandma used to tell me stories about you boys all the time. She told me about how strong and brave you are and about how you're real western cowboys and how you're always capturing rustlers and saving pretty girls all the time. I guess she just knew that she could trust me to take care, good care of you.
3: Oh, I see. And who wrote this letter we got from her?
7: Oh, uh, well, uh, the nurse in the hospital at Grand Junction.
3: Poor Grandma.
7: Well, heads up, men. Let's not look backwards. Let's ride buckety-buckety out to the ranch, because now I'm ready to see some of the wild and woolly wet.
3: Now, this is where you're going to sleep tonight, Norma.
7: Boy, sleeping in a real live bunkhouse.
3: Hey, this is pretty slick, stringing a blanket across the corner like this. You've got nearly a private room, Norma.
7: Where are you boys going to
3: sleep? Our bunks are at the other end of the room for tonight only.
7: What do you mean, boy?
3: We ride out tomorrow.
7: Cut dog, we're hitting the trail, huh?
3: Yeah, and you're hitting the hay, huh? It's your bedtime. Uh, boy, what do we, uh... Well, I mean... Uh, you
7: men beat it. I know how to get into my nighties. Oh. <laughs> Norma,
3: did you wash your face and brush your teeth? Natural. When?
7: Right after we ate. I used that big wooden trough out there.
3: The big wooden... Well, that's a horse
7: trough. Well, if that water's good enough for the horses, it's good enough for me. I didn't mind roughing it.
3: Well, come on, Al. We'll let Norma get into her nightie. Yeah. Norma, as soon as you've got your nightie on, you say your prayers and get into bed and go to sleep. Prayers? You heard me. And include us in them. Okay. Boy, we'll need uh, any help we can get. We'll stay outside till she gets to sleep. Seems to me looking after a little girl is going to be harder than being a puncher. Good night, guys. Yeah, good night, boy. Good night, Al. Uh, you blow out the lamp, Al. Yeah, sure. Good night, boys. Oh, boy, this bed never looked better. Oh, 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 okay, what's oh, that oh that something in my bed Something in your bed oh, Something cold and clammy Somebody strike him back Hold oh, everything, I got Quick. one uh, Here,
6: pull
3: oh, back the covers, Al Oh, no, no, you pull them back Oh, all right Huh? Oh. Well, I'll be doggone <laughs> What is oh. it, Norma! I should have had sense enough to look
7: Norma Beasley? Yes, Uncle Al? Did you
3: put that bull snake in my bed <laughs>
7: I don't see why you had to let him loose. He was my pet.
3: Pet or no pet, you go to sleep, young lady. We got to get up early in the morning. Yeah, and I'm tired. Even if you ain't. But I'm. Not... I mean it, Norma. Sleep right now.
7: Oh, some wild west this is. Hurry
3: up, hurry up. Huh, Norma, what is it? Oh.
7: Rockler's a dirty, shooting <laughs> iron me.
3: Norma, you've got my forty-five.
7: I've Hey, come on, Johnny. We'll get over to the crowd. I'll be right with you. Oh, yes! You're letting them get away. Who? The rustlers.
3: What rustlers? The
7: ones I was shooting at. Boy, ain't you awake yet?
3: What's the matter with you? I'm awake all right, but I guess you guys aren't. Huh?
7: You men just gonna sit there and let the rustlers get all the cattle?
3: What cattle? What cattle? Oh. Oh. Oh, I see what you mean. No. Cattle? There isn't a steer on this place, Norma. And there weren't any rustlers either.
7: there were 40 or 50 of
3: them. You were dreaming, or your imagination was working overtime, but there was no rustlers.
7: I. I thought there were, Uncle Foy.
3: Well, this is the last straw, I'm telling you. Where are you going, Al? I'm taking my sleeping bag to the hayloft. Maybe I can get some sleep up there. Wait a minute. Yeah? Come on outside. Norma, get back in bed and go to sleep. Yes, Uncle Foy. I'm telling you, Foy, I don't see any future in this thing. I know, I know, Al. No good. So tomorrow we'll head north and we'll leave Norma in Phoenix. You know somebody will take care of her? Well, there's a boarding school there we can put her in. It means we'll have to work steady, but it's the only way. Okay, I'll settle for that. Now, I'm going to get me some shut-up. All right.
7: I heard you and you're not going to do it. Do what? Put me in any boarding school in Phoenix.
3: What's the best thing, Norma?
7: I don't care. You're not going to do it.
3: Well, I'm afraid we have to.
7: You're not going to do it. You just see if you do. You aren't. you hear? here and you're not going to do it.
3: Norma going to ride with you, Foy? To start with, yeah. You and Johnny will have to spell me. Oh, sure. Okay. Come on, Norma. I'll lift you up. There you are.
7: Are we going to ride through town? Yep. That's good, because I have to mail a letter. To who? A friend of mine.
3: Okay, let's go.
7: Uncle Foy, are you boys well-known in Ajo?
3: Oh, I don't reckon so, Norma. We've only been in Ajo twice since we've worked on this range. I see. Well, come on, let's don't waste any more time. Let's ride. Hey. You know, boys, we didn't make bad time today, considering. No, we didn't. How'd you like your first day on the trail, Norma?
7: It was wonderful, just wonderful. Sleeping around a campfire like this, it's wonderful, too.
3: Well, it can get to be an old story if you do it often enough.
7: I'd never get tired of it, Uncle Boy. Please don't leave me at that school in Phoenix.
3: We have to, Norma. It's not sensible for three roving cowboys to be carrying a little girl around with them.
7: Please change your mind.
3: We can't, Norma. Please. Well, that's enough now.
7: I'm not going to. You aren't being nice the way I thought you were going to be at all.
3: I hate to have to do it, but I'm sure going to fan your southern exposure if I have to.
7: Let go of me. You let go of me. You
3: better straighten out, young lady, and I mean it. I'm not fooling. Let go of me.
6: Help. Help. Norma. Help. It's going to be. Well, if that
3: ain't some performance. Yeah, ain't it, though. Hey, what what, what what do do you want? Put your hands up, all three of you. I'm saved. I don't know who you are, mister, but you're button in with me. I'm where a you... sheriff. That's who I am. I got a posse with me. A posse? Yeah, you're all covered, so uh, hmm. let's be a good, boy. Huh? What's this all about? Come here, little girl.
7: Oh, sheriff, you saved me from a over... worse fate than death.
3: What in the world? Are you Norma Beasley?
7: Yes,
3: sir. Did mm-hmm. you write me this letter? 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 Yeah.
7: Yes. They found out they'd have killed me. Huh?
3: But there's some mistake.
7: Jeff. They kidnapped me. Kidnapped, kidnapped me? Oh, you? What's the crazy? matter with that joke? My life has been hanging by a thin thread all day.
3: Norma oh. Beasley, you ought to have your mind. guess Never mind, never mind. Well, I can prove we didn't kidnap her. I've got a letter here from her grandma asking us to take care of her. Her grandma was killed.
7: That's a lie. They made it up.
3: Wait a minute, Norma. Okay, let's see the letter. Well, I've got it right here in my shirt pocket. Mm-hmm. Well, I had it here. Mm-hmm. Norma, did you destroy that letter from your grandma?
7: I don't know what you're talking about. There never was a letter from my grandma. Well,
3: well, look in your other pockets, boy. I'm looking, I'm looking.
7: It's no use. You won't find it.
3: Then you did tie it up.
7: You're just trying to pull the wool over the sheriff's eyes.
3: All right, boys, come on. I'm taking you back to jail.
7: Sheriff, why don't you string them up right here? They're mean. Oh, Grandma Beasley, how could you have done this to us? <laughs>
3: Come on, Al. Fark over. Oh, but it's my last ten bucks. Isn't your life worth ten dollars to you? Well, all right. Here. Johnny? I've only got six dollars and thirty cents for you. Then give me five. All right. Now I'll use my own money for the phone call. Oh. All
6: right. Hey, deputy! What do you want?
2: Come here. How good does 15 bucks look to you? You trying to bribe your way out of here with a lousy 15 bucks? No,
3: no. I just want to make a phone call. You make it possible for me to do that, the 15's yours.
2: Well... Um... You can
3: hold a gun on me the whole time and the other boys will still be locked up. You never made it easier, 15.
2: Okay, but don't try any funny stuff. Make your phone call.
4: Oh, ma'am, me, you featherweight G-man.
3: But, ma'am, I... Let
4: them boys out of that cell before I tear you apart with my bare hands. But,
3: Mrs. Beasley, the letter the little girl wrote to
0: me...
4: All right, all right. Maybe you've done me a favor by catching her. She ran away from my dude ranch cause she said it wasn't wild and woolly enough. Only don't keep them innocent boys locked up any longer.
3: I'll release them right away. They'll be right in. The
4: idea. Keeping the riders of the purple in of flea bitten jail cells. The very idea. Oh, there you are, granddaughter.
7: Hello, grandma.
4: Just step over here to me, young lady. Yes,
7: ma'am.
4: What mischief you've been to us now?
7: No, Mr. Grandma. I was just looking at the boy's sleeping bag.
4: <sighs> You've managed to get everything into a pretty fine mess, haven't you?
7: Grandma, I only
4: wanted... I to... know. The Wild and Wooly West. Well, you're going to get some Wild and Wooly West where it'll do the most good, Miss.
7: Grandma, please. Grandma, Beasley, are you a
6: fat disorder? Well, are we glad are we glad to, to,
7: to
4: see you. Boys, well, let me look at you. My, my. I never thought the next time I saw you'd be to get you out of jail. The minute you and me was finished talking on the phone for, us, I hired me a special airplane got right down here.
3: And just in time, too, I guess, Grandma.
4: What else did she do, I'm Norma Beasley, don't try to sneak out of here. Grandma,
3: please. She wrote the letter to us herself. And she told us you were gored by a local steer, and she told us that all of her other relatives were shot by robbers. We should have had enough sense to see some flaws in the story before we did
4: to see some real Western life. Well, you're gonna see it right now, young lady. Just as soon as I sit me down, get you across my knee. No, Grandma, please, not Oh, here. Grandma. Yes,
3: Anne. Maybe I shouldn't ask, but would you let me?
4: Let you
3: <laughs>
4: yes, you bet. <laughs> Go to it.
3: No, no, Uncle Al, please don't. Mm-hmm. I'll be
6: good. I won't call any more
3: Well, I guess Grandma Beasley and a wiser little girl are back at the dude ranch by now. Yeah, I don't envy Grandma none. Boy, what an imagination that little gal has got. Well, you like to admit she sparked up our life a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Bull snakes, cattle rustlers, a kidnapping, jail. Oh, brother, think what she'd have done if she'd been with us a week. <laughs> oh, no, not that, no. <laughs> well, let's hit the sleeping bags, boys. Tomorrow's another riding day. Yeah. Uh, good night, boys. Good night night. Yeah, maybe I can get a decent night's rest tonight. Ooh. Oh, help, help! Not oh, again! Oh, don't go on that little gal's everlasting time. She put another bull stick in my sleeping bag. <laughs>
5: Bill's excitement and the lure of prize money has tempted many a cowpuncher to desert the range and follow the rodeo trail. There's plenty of fun and plenty of money to be won in rodeoing, but it takes a lot of skill and experience to get to the top of each, and many is the cowpoke who has broken his heart trying to get to the top. And it takes plenty of skill and experience to bake really good bread, like Weber's bread. Well-mixed and well-baked, good Weber's bread has a firm, even texture, a golden brown crust, and a distinctive flavor that makes it a substantial and enjoyable part of the daily menu of thousands of Western families today. For daily meals or dinner parties, no matter what the occasion, you'll find that everyone enjoys the extra freshness and flavor of good Weber's bread. Buy a loaf of good Weber's bread the next time you go shopping. You'll really like it.
2: Well, friends, it's time again for Foy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage to open that book of great Western songs. Today's selection is one that will live down through time, to be sung wherever Western music is heard, at the Rainbow's End. I've traveled this whole world
0: over, and now I'm going down to the rain. From twilight Till dawn trudging on and on Till I come To the rainbow's end I'm weary and tired But I don't care I'm going down To the rainbow's end I have no friends just a traveling alone
6: on my way to the rainbow
0: there. They say there are treasures of silver and gold that's buried down by the rainbow there. But the treasure I'll find will bring me real. When I come to the rainbow, for someone has waited there all alone, so I will know at the rainbow's end how it feels to be pressed to an angel's breast when we meet.
3: At the rainbow Well, we've reached the end of the trail again, friends. We're always glad when you can be with us. And we invite you to join us again next week. We want to thank Herb Litton, Nanette Ballone, and little Marlene Ames for a splendid performance. This is Foy Willing speaking for Al Slowey, Johnny Paul, Scotty Harrell, and all of the writers of the Purple Sage, saying so long and the best of luck to you all.
6: Drifting along, singing a song under
2: From Hollywood, you've heard your all-star Western Theater, a BM Bear production starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the riders of the Purple Sage. The script was by Scott Farnworth, direction by Tom Hargis. This is Terry O'Sullivan speaking.
5: Theater came to you from Columbia Square. KMX
6: Los Angeles.
1: This has been a presentation of OTRWesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed.